Hi, how are you guys? Um, thank you for joining me on another episode of AW Confidential. Today, I have a really special episode. My favorite season has arrived. Leaves are falling. Boots and sweater season is back. And so are pumpkin spice lattes, which what is there not to love about the season? I can name one thing. I tend to worry about my skin all year round. But during the warmer months, we have that summer glow, we show more of our skin, and we enjoy that dewy skin. Come fall and winter, we tend to get, I'd say, a little, uh, give a little less attention to our skin. And a lot of us deal with dry skin. So if you two are worried about your skin, I got you because today we have a very special guest. Our guest today is a board-certified medical and cosmetic dermatologist with 22 years of experience. I know for myself, I love my dermatologists, so I do have an appreciation for the work that they do. Dr. Dusan Sajik is the visionary director of the Dermaskin Institute in Ontario, Canada. He is also the founder of Sajik Skin Care. And he has served as an expert for major platforms like The Cut, NBC News, Bustle, L, Forbes, Insider, Times of San Diego, and many others. Dr. Dusan is with us today to offer some tips that can help us prepare our skin for that drop in temperature that we're all dreading. Hello, Dr. Sajik. How are you? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you can kind of see the Golden Gate Bridge behind me, but I'm not actually there. Uh, I'm having some technical difficulties. It won't let me change the background. So I don't know what's going on with Zoom, but happy to be here with you anyway. Well, wherever you are logging in from, we are so happy to have you here. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I love, a lot of us love that. And we enjoy that glow, that just dewy skin in the summer. And for some reason, we actually, I think we tend to lather up more during summer months because we show more skin but come the fall winter months we begin to struggle a little bit just with the attention that we give our skin and you know we get lazier it's it's fact because we don't show as much so in your opinion what is the biggest um mistake or just biggest problem that you see with um our skincare routines during the colder months Excellent question. Uh, you know, our skin sort of shows the season to a certain extent. So just like the trees start turning, uh, you know, different colors in the fall and there's a bit of shedding, our skin likes to do the same thing. Now, if you're doing the proper things that you can with your skin, and I call it the seven key elements of skin care from all the way from the epithelial cells all, all the way down to DNA damage and everything in between, it's going to show less just like, you know, in California, you don't have as many of the beautiful fall colors. Trees don't really shed. So again, if you keep your skin nourished, hydrated, protected, it's going to keep you happy. If you miss out, and like you said, if you kind of forget and say, well, I'm not out there as much anymore, so I'm going to back off on my skincare. Well, guess what? Your skincare is going to start to fall off, just like in the fall. It's going to start fall off, and that's really meaning it's going to lose its epidermal barrier. You're going to start having water loss. We call it the transepidermal water loss. And you're going to see that as actual flaking and dryness. So again, very important, you know, in the sun, your skin's going to be damaged uh, from the sun from, uh, in the summer. 
definitely more intense during the summer everywhere on the world, except maybe the equator where it's constant. Um, so again, one, your skin is damaged from the sun exposure throughout the summer. And then two, as it starts getting drier, it's another, another stress on your skin. So very important to look, to, to make sure you nourish it. I say at the very least moisturize sunscreen, vitamin C, like in retinol, uh, that'll cover about four of those seven elements. And then there's other things you can do to do the others, but that's kind of the basic thing that should keep most of your skin happy. So it's, it's funny. You should mention that you beat me to it because I was going to ask you outside of hydrating, drinking lots of water, moisturizing, can you offer, let's say one practice that we can incorporate into our daily routine in the colder months that would actually encourage healthier skin? You want, you want active moisturizers for sure. Uh, that would be something that I really consider. Um, so something that not only moisturizes and hydrates cells, but actually promotes your own cells to start producing their own moisturizing factor. So look for things like peptides. Um, in the earlier ages, you can start using things like retinol, but key, this is a very uh, not much talked about topic, but as we age, meaning we're sort of in our early 40s, 50%, half of us lose the ability to respond to retinols, okay? So that's much better with peptides. So peptides like copper tripeptide, tetrapeptide 21, and many, many others um, are out there. So make sure you talk to your dermatologist to get your skin optimally protected. You you, you know, you, you're just ahead of me right now. So <laughs> I love it. Retinol products, they're becoming really popular. And I wanted to make sure that I got in one, at least a question um, regarding that. Now, I read that it helps increase collagen, reduces signs of aging, uh, improves fine line and skin texture, but it can also be drying. So how should we be using retinol? Should we be using it at all during the colder months? I, I want to make sure that um, everyone knows the right way to use it because it can be drying, correct? That's right. So retinol is one of my staples, one of my favorites, but it's kind of like going to the gym. I love to say it's like going to the gym. And if you're going to the gym once a month, it's not the same as going to the gym three times a week. And for your skin, the minimum that you should be putting retinol on is once a day. Now, not everybody can do that, right? So there's many strategies you can do. So one, starting with gentle, or gentler retinols or retinols that are formulated to kind of bypass the skin and go into your skin through uh, different micro sponges or other nano delivery or micro delivery mechanisms. Um, so talk to your dermatologist if you have any concerns about that. Uh, two is what I call the retinol sandwich. Okay. So meaning you put your bread is going to be moisturizer. So you're going to put moisturizer on first, then retinol, then moisturizer again. Now I have access because we do a lot of research as well. I have access to a lot of the data that's not published. So if you look at retinols, uh, a lot of my patients, I tell them start every other day or start, you know, once or twice a week with retinols. If you look at the data in terms of efficacy and actually building that collagen, you need to do it daily. As soon as you go less than once a day, the collagen production, all of that really goes down in terms of how much you're actually getting, right? So, so retinol is great. Try to find one that you like that you can use daily. You don't necessarily need to. If you get that initial burst and you get a little bit of flaking and peeling and you see a difference and you're using it daily, more is not better. So just like, again, comparing it to the gym, if you go to the gym and you see somebody lifting 500 pounds, does that mean it's right for you or that should be your goal? No, our skin's all different. 
it's harder to see, you know, in the gym, you can see who's got big muscles and who's been working out a long time and skin. Sometimes you can't. Right. So it's really finding the best thing. And then if retinol is not agreeing with you, there's other things like Bakushiol, for example, which is a vegan alternative, um, can also have many, many of the same properties with much less irritation. And then, like I said, as we age, we actually lose the ability to respond to retinol. So 50, half of us, 50% lose that ability. And for that, I recommend peptides that can not only build collagen, but actually produce elastin. Wow, this is interesting. Well, it's funny because I have I have been doing that for quite a while. So, you know, it's it's definitely something that I've incorporated in the past couple of years. And I it's like everything else. If you do it correctly, if you do it consistently, you will see the results. That's um, correct. So thank you for sharing that. Now, you have a new skincare line. And the market is so saturated with different products. I mean, it's, I don't know how many billions or trillions we spend, but as women, and I think men are doing it more often now, we're spending money on, on beauty products. So what are the three items that we should have as staples and, you know, sort of our, um, as part of our skincare routines particularly during colder months, because I think that's the more challenging um, time for us. Yeah, for sure. So always, always sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. You know, I think there's more and more attention being paid. Just like you said, you know, it's difficult to pick one. And, and I see it in my practice a lot. It's kind of like, well, how do I simplify this? You know, it's like, what are the staples? What are the three minimums that I need to pick? And so if you remember, there's seven key elements of skincare, right? So epithelial cells, then natural moisturizing factors or growth factors that your skin produces, things like structural, like collagen, elastin. Then we have the microbiome. Those are the beneficial bacteria that keep our skin healthy. And then lastly, the inflammation. So we want to decrease and optimize the inflammatory responses. And then lastly, it's the things that target our face. So like reactive oxygen species or other pollutants. Um, you want to neutralize those. Typically, we recommend vitamin C for those, but there's better products like hydroxytyrosol that can do even better job at neutralizing. And then lastly, trying to repair your DNA damage. So you generally want something for all seven of those, you know, but that would mean seven, eight, nine different creams. And, and it's difficult to do that just even with time-wise, some of them that can actually mix together. Some are oil-based, water-based. And it can be and expensive too. And it can be expensive. So it's really talking to your dermatologist and saying, which of those seven are key for me and finding, so everybody's going to be different. But that's why I like multi-use products where you have all, you know, things that are all in one. Now, those are hard to formulate, meaning it's it's kind of like putting two beta fish in a fish tank uh, or putting two different, you know, alpha dogs in the same thing. They're going to want to try and fight each other. So it's really important that they're formulated properly and that they're tested. Um, but having said that, like I said, vitamin C, sunscreen, retinol, those are key staples. And then as we get into sort of the winter months, you might want to switch to like a Bakushiol or even think about switching to peptides. Okay. So looking for products that have a mix of those um, is, is what you want to do. And, and this was really the impetus for us designing our own skincare line so that we have the three simple products. It's all in there. Again, like I said, you know, you're not going to worry about leaves falling if you're sort of in, you know, San Francisco or something like that, where there's no real change of seasons per se, or they're minimal. Um, and it's same for your skin. If you keep it healthy, you give it the proper nutrition, um, it's going to uh, respond well. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that valuable insight. Now, we like to sort of end our interviews with a piece of advice for our audience. 
What is your best piece of advice if we want to maintain our healthy skin this season? Consistency, you know, so find, <laughs> make sure you're talking to a dermatologist. So everybody, you know, people are going to have different regimens. I mean, if you have something you really like, uh, keep using it. Um, and if there's barriers to it, like I see a lot of patients coming in and telling me, I don't like my sunscreen, it leaves a white cast, or I don't like my sunscreen because I'm worried about, you know, I read an article about chemicals and is that going to affect my health? I mean, I always say, you know, the evidence for health problems with sunscreens are far less than skin cancer, right? So find one you like, find a, a regimen you like, make sure you're trying to address all those seven key factors and then just stick with it. You know, just like uh, I, I like to go back to exercise and eating right. If you do exercise for one day, it doesn't matter if you do 10,000 pushups or five pushups you're not going to see results the next day, right? And sometimes more is actually more harmful. There's, there's things called acne cosmetica, meaning if you use too many products, it's actually your skin's going to get worse, right? So, so it's really, again, consistency, find a trusted source, find a dermatologist that you like and trust and have that rapport with. And I think just like having a personal trainer, you're going to have much better results if you stick to that. Definitely. I think having just an overall wellness team has to include a dermatologist. That's I have it. learned that's that. Dr. Dr. Exactly. <laughs> Sajik, thank you so, so much. Can you please share with our listeners how they can find Sajik Skincare and just yourself? I mean, you have ex extensive expertise and thank you for sharing it with us. Can you share with us your details? Absolutely. So yeah, so it's pretty simple. It's just my last name, skin.com. So you can start there. It really takes you through all of the stuff. And and again, just make sure you read before you buy anything, whether it's their own skincare line or any others, make sure you read into it and see why why it's designed, if there's studies backing it up and, and how it can help your skin and discuss it with your own dermatologist and see if that's the right move for you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Sajik, for taking the time for us today. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. Enjoy your skin and, and keep, keep your skin healthy. Keep it hydrated. Keep it sun protected. And we'll see you. Thank you. And thank you guys for joining us on another episode of AW Confidential. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.